don't drop out. The world works in certain ways until a new great idea comes along and changes everything. Because we're about to set sail. Love everyone, I'm Blackbeard. Huge fan, sir. Huge. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, March 3rd. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Filming on season three of Netflix's Lupin has resumed after the set was the target of theft last week. The streamer confirmed to EW that an incident occurred on February 25th. France's Agence France Presse reports that offenders threw mortar fireworks at the set in Nanterre right outside of Paris, distracting crew and enabling them to steal over $300,000 of equipment. The incident came just one day after a $200,000 theft of antique props on the set of another Netflix show, The Crown. Fox has announced that So You Think You Can Dance will return this summer for its 17th season. Last seen in summer 2019, the show was supposed to start filming in August 2020, but Fox halted production, citing concerns over the pandemic. Auditions are being held this month. For more info on how to apply, head over to EW.com, which of course is where you can find more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and much more. Let's head down under for today's number three pick, The Tourist. Jamie Dornan stars in HBO Max's new thriller series, playing a man who wakes up in an Australian hospital with amnesia after being run off the road in the outback, soon finding himself pursued by mysterious figures from his past. The man follows whatever clues he can to figure out who he is and why someone wants him dead before it's too late. Here's a preview. Helen Chambers, here to take a statement. I don't remember anything. Oh. I... Oh. <laughs> this fella here doesn't remember a thing. You don't remember your name. You've got, like, amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome! I heard there was a man brought in in an accident. Where'd he go? Where the hell is this stranger? I keep wondering if anyone's out there missing me. What you can't see there is that Dornan is buried alive in some kind of coffin in the outback. As you can probably guess, the tourist wasn't the easiest project to shoot. Dornan recently sat down with EW's Clark Collis to discuss making the series. Here's a bit of that conversation. There's a joke in the in the show about with your Irish skin like burning up. I was wondering how, how true that was to real life. Yeah, it wasn't far off that, particularly at the beginning, because at the end of the summer when we got out there, it was very hot. But by the end, we were there five months. It was pretty chilly out, out in the outback, at, in, certainly in the mornings at the end of the day when we were shooting out there. We're still pretending it's warm. I'm still wearing a T-shirt, like shivering my way through scenes. It was tough. You know, I'm going to be honest, like it was tough. It was a, as tough a filming environment as I've ever been in. The outback is 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 no joke. You know, it's um, we're, we're miles from proper civilization as, as, as we've come to know it. There's dust storms you're having to pause for a lot. There's When we're not on camera, we're wearing fly, fly nets. The flies are relentless. It's not an easy, fun day at the office. But I think that's galvanizing. I think that's bonding. I made brilliant friends with the whole crew as a result of, of those conditions and all being out there together. But um, yeah, it wasn't the easiest job I've ever done. 
Yeah, that seems like a bit of an understatement. You can see the results on HBO Max, where all six episodes of The Tourist are currently streaming. Number two. Avast! Time to board today's number two pick, Our Flag Means Death. The new HBO Max comedy is very loosely based on the real-life story of Steed Bonnet, played by Reese Darby a gentleman who abandoned his life of privilege to pursue piracy on the high seas. As he bumbles across the ocean and struggles to earn his crew's respect, Steed soon attracts the attention of the infamous Captain Blackbeard, played by Taika Waititi. Part bloodthirsty pirate tale, part awkward workplace comedy, Our Flag Means Death follows Steed and his crew as they attempt to survive the pirate's life which maybe isn't as wonderful as you've heard. Here's a preview. We're gonna go on up there and uh, we're gonna cause some havoc. How violent do we expect this to get? Note the gusto! Mind you taking notes? What are you doing? I'm just looting this library, but I'm replacing all the books I've looted with ones I've already read. Oh. You know how hard it is to find someone doing something original out here? Do these outfits maybe feel like an error in judgment? Or... It's a power move. Make people feel underdressed and suddenly you're the one in charge. You're a lunatic and I like it. Uh, the pirate bromance of sorts between Blackbeard and Steed drew a lot from Darby and Waititi's real-life relationship. The two've been friends for more than a decade, and Waititi has directed Darby in past projects including Flight of the Concords and What We Do in the Shadows. But Our Flag Means Death marks the most screen time they've shared together. Here are Darby and Waititi on how their chemistry manifested on screen. We actually got to work as actors together, because normally yeah. he's behind the camera yelling at me. And so, yeah, that was really fun because, you know, we, 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 we have the same sense of humor and we, we like to joke around a lot. And now we've got an excuse to do it on, on, on screen. And the challenge really became when we started to do the dramatic stuff, because there's some heartfelt drama in there and neither of us had done that uh, with each other at least uh, um uh, barely, barely at all comedy is very easy for us but that that was a that was a challenge and um and so we kind of discovered and sort of drilled in what was our friendship where did it come from and how did it and how do we relate yeah. to each other in this crazy world and so we turned that realness into the into the fictional side of things and and um you know, created something pretty good i think we know how each other kind of uh, our sensibilities and like yeah as Reese was saying we're very similar style as well and we and when it comes to the banter stuff and yeah, and also the fun stuff where we do a lot of improvising together yeah that is like a really fun safe space for us where it's like we kind of just feel like younger versions of ourselves just feel like yeah we're just just mates hanging out again and just um just jamming i didn't want those um scenes to end really well hopefully viewers won't either prepare to get hooked by our flag means death the first three episodes are streaming on hbo max now It's trivia time. Taika Waititi, it turns out, isn't the first Australasian actor to play Blackbeard. What actor from Australia played the legendary pirate in a 2015 movie? Mel Gibson, Russell Crowe, or Hugh Jackman? Stick around for the answer, and our number one pick, What to Watch, will be right back. Mm -hmm. 
Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. The Boys Universe is expanding tomorrow with the debut of the new animated series, Diabolical, coming to Amazon Prime Video. The voice cast includes Archer's Aisha Tyler, who had some great recommendations when we recently asked her, what you watching? For some reason, all of the shows that I'm super into right now start with the letter S. I have no idea why that is. Uh, I loved Station Eleven, a meditation on what makes us human. And for once, after the apocalypse, it's not murder and canned goods. It's art and passion. It's delightful. It's frightening. It's strangely uplifting. It's a really great show. I'm also super into Severance, um, one of the most beautifully stylized shows I've seen in a long time. Ben Stiller has created a mystifying world that meditates on uh, who, where we are more fully ourselves again. Are we more fully ourselves when we are at work or are we more fully ourselves when we are at home? And what does that mean? Are we our work people or our home people, our innies or our outies? Sometimes I think I'm a, an innie because uh, I love what I do. And then sometimes I think I'm an outie because, well, uh, let's just, let's be honest with ourselves. I'm, I'm not an outie. I'm definitely an innie. I love Snowfall, beautifully cinematic, a show about the origins of the American crack boom in the 1980s in Los Angeles, uh, really an investigation of American culture and the intersection between the government, the war on drugs, and Americans' desire to lift themselves out of their current station. It's American entrepreneurialism at its best. Uh, you can take that as you will, but it's a, it's a perfectly crafted show with excellent acting and a dreamlike vision of 1980s Los Angeles. Finally, a show that does not start with S, The Walking Dead. Um, people out there probably know that I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. I love that world. I love that universe. I've directed in it and I've acted in it. And this is the final season of The Walking Dead. So many surprises, so many culminations, so many zombie kills. Again, I like shows that are super fun, have explosions, have awesome narrative arcs and big, big elements, big set pieces. But I also love shows that meditate on big ideas. And I think the, the primary idea we're always asking ourselves when we watch these shows, when we make these shows as a filmmaker and an actor is, who are we essentially? Are we essentially good or are we essentially bad? And I think no show on TV explores that as thoroughly and as explosively as The Walking Dead. So very excited for the final season of that show. Some very cool things coming up, some of which I can tell you guys about and some of which I cannot. Uh, I hope you are watching what I'm watching. And if you're not, well, come on and uh, watch it with me. 
Well, if you would like to join her in doing so, you can stream Station Eleven on HBO Max, Severance on Apple TV+, and Snowfall on Hulu. The show's fifth season is also currently airing Wednesdays at 10 o'clock on FX. As for The Walking Dead, old seasons are available to stream on Netflix, and the final season is airing Sundays at 9 p.m. on AMC. You can also stream new episodes early on AMC+. All right, we're dropping everything to tune into our number one pick, The Dropout. The new drama series from Hulu follows the now infamous scandal that rocked Silicon Valley almost a decade ago. Amanda Seyfried plays Elizabeth Holmes, the Stanford College dropout who professors deemed a genius. She came up with what she thought was a revolutionary idea to make a device that allows people to test just one drop of their own blood in the comfort of their home. Holmes got millions of dollars from investors to start her company Theranos and became the world's youngest self-made female billionaire. But then the technology came into question and Holmes' scheme began to unravel at the seams. Here's a preview. The world works in certain ways until a new great idea comes along and changes everything. What if you could test your blood in your own home? And what if it wasn't a whole vial, but just a drop? I'm going to drop out to Stanford. This machine is going to change the world. These kids don't overthink. They don't get bogged down about the way things have always been done. They want to change things now. Together, we are making healthcare accessible to everyone in this country. I don't understand how you're doing this extremely complex chemical engineering with a high school degree. This technology is 10 years away. Your idea is impossible, so you just keep trying. Do or do not, there is no try. That's Yoda. Okay. If you want this, you have to dedicate yourself. What are you willing to do to get it? I can't give them one reason to doubt me. It's not even close to working yet. What are we going to show at the demo? We're going to tell them that we don't have a working prototype. Right? Our Series B closed at 165 million. Get the money! I know what you did at the demo. The demo was an inspiring step forward. Don't tell anyone else. I'm going to protect you. This is an inspiring, an inspiring step forward. Well, Seifert had to do extensive research before even taking on the role of Elizabeth Holmes. She spoke to EW about the boatloads of information she took in to get it right. I actually had already listened to the podcast and seen The Inventor, and I saw that, I think it was a 2020 episode, and that was well before I signed on to the show. I actually... I think I watched The Inventor last, and I think I watched it like last February. So it was pretty, I was refreshed. And then I got the show and um, decided to do it in mid-March. And so I was, I came with a, like a suitcase full of knowledge <laughs> or knowledge, you know, from, from, from specific um, perspectives for sure. And, and then I signed on and got this like world book that was um, just a bunch of files in a digital file. Um, and it was just pages and pages and, and just tons of videos, interviews that Liz Merriweather had done with the people involved um, surrounding Liz, uh, Elizabeth Holmes. And it was just like, just so much information. It was really exciting. I never went to college. So this felt like I was cramming <laughs> in, a, in a like really exciting way. 
Well, Elizabeth Holmes is about to take the hardest test yet when she faces the consequences of her years of fraud and manipulation. Watch The Dropout, streaming now on Hulu. Lastly today, the answer to our trivia question, what Australian actor played Blackbeard in a 2015 movie? Mel Gibson, Russell Crowe, or Hugh Jackman? Let us explain this one. The answer is Hugh Jackman. The former Wolverine played Blackbeard in 2015's Pan, a Peter Pan origin story that you maybe probably forgot about. In the movie, Blackbeard and his pirates are the rulers of Neverland who force kidnapped boys to mine for an immortality-granting fairy dust called Pixum. To borrow a phrase from John Oliver, cool. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. What to watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.